And welcome to another episode of Another One. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Last week, we ended our show on a very, very, very high note. And we're just picking up where we left off. Um, we talked. <laughs> we were talking heatedly about news and current events. And I just want to say that I do understand the point that Rich was coming from. Um, his concern is simply just ensuring that you comply to a request to ensure life. And I can only respect that because I know that if it were my children, if, you know, somebody's just saying, hey, you know, can you put that down or can you do this? Okay, let's let's do what needs to be done, deal with whatever later on. I got it. I understand. So, you know, all thoughts are welcome. Opinions are welcome. That's what the show is all about. We're just sharing our truth. So. That's that's a good way to put it. <laughs> that's right. What holds what holds true for you? Um, so we are thankful for another week. We are thankful for another opportunity that we have to talk to you. Um, if you have questions, if you have comments, if you have suggestions, send them to us, and we will talk about it on the show. So I'm gonna throw it over to Rich Bees so that he can go ahead and get this week's episode started off right. All right. I appreciate that quick intro. Good job. We might have you open up for everyone. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, um, let's see. I have a subject that I really want to talk about. And you know how I do. Y'all might not want to talk about my subjects. Oh, <laughs> Hopefully you do. But it seems as if uh, today, just to let you know who is actually um, guest host today, or who we have on the uh, line. We have Khadija RBZ. We have K Swizzle. We have Trey BZ. And we have yours truly, Rich Bees. However, it seems as if this week again, we are missing someone. Another time. <laughs> Another, Another time. time. Another time. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on. It's almost as if, you know, um, uh, Love Kalia is just out of commission. I don't even she understand. purposely missing her. Right. Purposefully. <laughs> she might be having some connection issues. It's technical difficulty. Is it technical difficulty? Another technical difficulty. Another technical difficulty. Right. Right. I don't understand. But, um, and I definitely, you know, need her to hurry up and, and, and jump on so we can we can really get this thing kicked off. But, I'll say this, that um, I have a subject, like I said, that I want to talk about, something that I saw on the news. So I'm going to start off today with the news. So this week in the news, can you imagine a Winter Olympics has been scheduled for the 2022 games in a city that doesn't snow? What? That doesn't make any sense. Boy. That's what I said. Are they gonna make this now? When I read it, GMO snow. The article is saying, and this is in the Atlantic. So uh -huh. this is a, I don't even know where this paper comes from or where this news comes from, but it's something called the Atlantic. Anyway, basically, the Winter Olympics is scheduled to be in Beijing. Okay, now Beijing 
it barely snows in Beijing. But the, the thing about it is they said that they will simply use artificial snow to accommodate events such as skiing that require it. Okay, sorry to cut you off, but guess who's here? Yeah, we, we decided we, to show up. Guess who decided to show up to the party? Welcome, 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 Kalia. Well, back to the subject matter, though. So, so what do y'all think about that? A Winter Olympics in a place that doesn't snow. I just don't like the fact that they're probably going to be using some GMO snow. Some GMO snow. <laughs> but, but, I mean, think about it. You're going to have a bunch of people out there, right? They're doing skiing. They're doing uh, snowboarding or whatever other uh, Winter Olympics uh, sports or events that go on. But they're doing it with, without snow. So, basically, the people can be out there skiing or whatever in a T-shirt and some shorts. That's good, y'all. Come on, people. Really? What they gonna do? Ski on the grass? Like you can't ski without snow, so they can't ski in a t-shirt and some shorts. No, I'm just on the grass. That they say they're gonna manufacture. They they're gonna put out fake snow for the events that require it. But but I'm saying that that it's it's funny when you see the Winter Olympics. Everybody has coats on. You know, they're all snuggled up. You know what I'm saying? Trying to stay warm. You see the smoke coming out. There, I mean, you know, the, the condensation coming out their mouth. But yet, you're gonna see this in 20 in 2022. You're gonna see people standing there in t-shirts and shorts watching the skiing. But that yeah. could, that could also conflict with the with their performance because that could be the snow, like snow that they're not used to. Right. So if they're used to real snow and then they go and compete in fake snow. Then that could cause a problem because that because because then you couldn't get the accurate results on who would win on regular snow. You're right. Mm. Mm, good way to think about it. Good way to, I I didn't even think about that angle. Mm-hmm. I just thought about the fact of seeing somebody on a on a pair of skis with a pole and <laughs> and they got on some a t-shirt. You know they don't have on no big winter bomber, no whole big. No, I'm saying that, what, what's the need if it doesn't snow? That means it probably ain't gonna be cold. Well, I don't know. It's like, I mean, they had the Summer Olympics there, right? But come on, Winter Olympics. So to the Olympic Committee, come on, rethink that. That's that. That's just all I had to say about that subject. Rethink that choice of having are paying this much for the Olympics to be there, bringing all these people there, and it'll be hot. That's that's mm-hmm. one of those dumb things that I saw in the news. I just figured that people want to know that because somebody needs to rethink that, that process. Anyway, round it up, run it back to another one. Next thing on the, on the agenda, we have uh, Khadijah RBZ for mm-hmm. our topic. Topic. Our next topic. News? We're still in the news. <laughs> okay. Well, um, over the last couple weeks or so, in the local news, I've heard um, various stories um, about underage drinking. And this just seems to be something that's um, very, very prevalent. 
And apparently, I didn't realize how um, many young people engage in underage drinking. And no, now when you say underage, how okay, far? Okay, yeah, I got you, guys. Well, I mean, it's it's pretty young. But first, let's let's say this: in the United States, the age the legal limit for drinking is 21. So that means that you have to be 21 or older to purchase or consume alcohol. The stories that I've heard over the last couple weeks have been of 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds, 19-year-olds, some 20-year-olds, um, but more the 18, 19, 17, you know, that age range of kids drinking. Now, I've heard stories before of, of kids younger than that drinking, but it's just lately there's been so many stories, and it's because it's having such a negative impact on others. One story was of a, of, of a guy who was drinking, and this, I believe, is from last year, but there was the, um, a trial or whatever going on um, regarding it. But he was 18. He was drinking at this wedding. And he was drunk, and he got behind the wheel of his car, drove, and hit a tree, and unfortunately lost his life. And then a couple weeks ago, there was a story in the news about a young guy who was driving on the wrong side of the road, hit another car, and killed three people. So... It's just that lately there's been a lot of light in the news about this. And I just thought it was a topic that, you know, we may need to kind of talk about, address. All right. So let's go back to this guy who was drinking at a wedding, right? Guy drinking at a wedding. Um, was it a wedding of somebody that was under 21? Um, not that I know of. Why do I hear an echo? No idea. So a, a guy that was still drinking, has microphone on. A, a guy that was drinking under the age of twenty-one, and at a wedding, we don't know how old the bride and groom were, but the fact is that a bunch of people were at this wedding. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, these people were all over twenty-one. A majority of them was over twenty-one. Well, the majority, and, yeah. Okay, and was he the only underage person drinking? No. Not and according to what was said in court. He was not. Okay. So so he's not the only underage person drinking. And did any adult have anything to say about it? Anything that you found out? Well, not from what was said in the um, trial. Wow. So to me, there, there's a problem here. And well, yeah, there's a lot of problems. Say it, then there's a problem too, <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, but okay. So there was a at the, at the at the at um, the um, reception. There was an open bar, so you know anybody could go up and get drinks. Now, who who that stands? Whose responsibility that is? Is it the bartender's responsibility to ensure that these kids don't get the drinks? Is it the adults that's yes. attending that, that you know should make sure that the kids don't get the drink? Is it the parents who were hosting this party? 
I mean, I think that there are a lot of people who could be held accountable because I think about some of the times that we, not we, but we've attended um, like cookouts or whatever, and there may have been alcoholic beverages there. Okay. Okay. Now there are certain people <laughs> who are always around wherever those alcohol be alcoholic beverages may be. For instance, if they're in a um a cooler, and let's say that the cooler with the the beer or whatever is you know here, and then the cooler with the sodas and stuff, the waters and stuff is there. And you know, you know, a kid might walk up and inadvertently go to the wrong one. Well, you have these adults that are surrounding this cooler, and they're like, oh, uh-uh-uh-uh, you need to go over there. But there are people there monitoring to ensure that it's not, this, this is not getting into the hands of the wrong person. But in this particular setting, it does not appear that there was anyone there that was monitoring, that was... Um, being accountable, being accountable to ensure that these people, these teenagers, were not partaking in something that they shouldn't have been. Well, see, from my experience, it is usually always the bartender whose job it is to card. Because ultimately, whoever the person who's providing this alcohol is the, uh, usually, especially if it's at, let's say, a club or something like that, they have an ABC permit, right? Where it's their license that's in jeopardy if or they get fined or whatever if they get caught serving the minors. So in in a wedding, who's the person that that that's over it? I personally think that it it is the bartender's responsibility, you know, because whoever is the one making these drinks, passing these drinks out, then there should be somebody there who's serving them, and that person that's serving them is the one that should be checking to see whose problem it is. You know, or I mean, excuse me, who who is of age? It, it, what do you think? Do you think it's the parents? I personally don't think it's the parents. I mean, it, well, you know, I, think, I mean, it, 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 to train your child the right way, yeah, it would be you know, to if you're not if you're not of age, then you know, don't drink. But if there's other parents around, let's just say we're at a party and it and it's me and you around. These are RBZ. Mm -hmm. Let's just say it's me and you around, right? In this sense, what would you do? Me? What, what would you do if you see if you saw an underage child drinking, right? What would you do? Drinking at a wedding or at any event that's something like that, you know? Um, would Would you say? Would you step in and say something? Um, do you know me? Do you know me? Yeah, I mean, I know you, but do, do the people listening know you? Well, no, they don't. No, they don't. Yes, I would. And if, if for whatever reason, let's just say I did not feel comfortable saying something to that child, I would say something to the parent. The, and, their parents or somebody's parents? I mean, because... Well, it, okay, know, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Trying okay, to figure if, it out they're, first. They're, if their parent is there, I would say something to their parent. If their parent is not there, then who's hosting this party? Because there's a host there, and I can simply say to the host, you know, there may be some kids here that are drinking, and they shouldn't be. Or, or if you're saying that it's the bartender's responsibility to be aware of who's coming up here getting a drink, then I can go to the bartender and say, hey, you know, are you ensuring that there's not kids drinking? Because I see some kids with some wine glasses. 
But ultimately, right, so. one thing that I do think we have to keep in mind is that everybody has different expectations and has different boundaries for their families. So there may be some families out there who feel like, you know, if if my kids are here with me, if we're at my house, then it's okay for them to drink. I have it's no big deal. And that's and you know, you know, that's their choice. You know, hey, you you have to deal with the consequences of those actions. But I just feel like if that was this, if that was the overall view uh, for this particular family or this particular event, then they should have ensured that these teenagers didn't have access to their car keys or they had a ride or something. Something to ensure that these kids were not going off driving or or making reckless decisions under the influence. Okay. And further in that further in that story, you had you know girls that were passed out because they were so drunk, and it wasn't limited to the wine that they drank while they were at this event, but one of the people were able to go to the ABC store and purchase some um, liquor. And so they had, so they had drank, the drank the liquor before they even before had access to the wine. To the wine. So, I mean, there's just a lot of variables to the story. And I just really think that as parents, we've got to make sure that we're letting our kids know the ramifications of their actions. Okay. So, so let me ask you this. Right. So do we put responsibility onto the, the underage drinker? Also, yes, yes. In this sense, in this sense, they must have thought it was okay to go up there and actually get a drink, and nobody was going to say something. And that's my point. That's my point exactly. So we don't know whether that's because in their in their in in their house they were free to do so, and you know, with their friends, they were like, you know, hey, well, don't worry, you know, my parents are cool with it. It's no big deal. You know, we don't know because we're on the outside looking in. But I'm just the, the whole situation is just a sad one because someone lost their life, and if, if there's steps there's that can be taken to prevent that from happening, then it's our responsibility as adults to make sure that we do that. And I will be interested. I don't know if maybe our kids know of other kids who may consume alcohol in their age. I'm not asking them to put nobody under the bus. I'm not asking them to put anybody on front street. But are they aware of of people who are under the age of 21 that may consume alcohol? And what are their thoughts on it? How do they feel about it? Because I think that's important. That's exactly what I was going to say. Well, what? Well, don't bust in if you ain't about to say nothing. She is. Um, I, I am about to say something. What I was going to say is that I think that it's very important for these cats, these little kids, to know the repercussions of, of what can happen to them if they drink underage? Because I think some of them don't think that anything's going to happen to them if 
they consume, they consume alcohol, alcohol and they're not supposed, they're not supposed to. to. So, so I feel like I feel it would like help, help if they would just like learn like learn what happens, how you feel afterwards even. The hard the hard hangover I hear. Awareness. It's all about awareness. The hard hangover. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, I understand that, but 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 some people, to them, it it's like, you know. Uh, they see their parents doing it, or they see their, you know, friends and family who are over age do it, so they think it's the cool thing to do. It think it makes you look cool. You got a drink in your hand, you know. So, I mean. Do you think that's just because of the uh, the media or the publicization of it that that it just looks like the cool thing to do, or, um, or is it is it because they have um, uh, a, a true interest in drinking? You know what I'm saying? Like like oh, I want to drink. Um, I feel like it can be both, but from my point of view, it's mostly like. The media, because mm, I don't know, they, they just make it look cool. Like, like you know, this generation—they're already growing up way ahead of their time, anyway. Like, like they have like five-year-olds have phones, and they're just chilling with the phone. They're just—they're doing whatever they want to do. Like ten-year-old girls already wearing full faces of makeup. Well, you know what I, 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 and you know what, Kaya, I could say that I agree with you to an extent, a certain degree, because parents have to be held accountable for some things, and kids don't have access to all of these things. Some of them might, but for the majority, they don't have access to these things without their parents. Right. So although, you know, the media may show, you know, drinking and that is cool. And if you look at a lot of shows, you know, every time they do everything, they have to have a glass of wine. You know what I'm saying? You know, so you think that you can't eat a meal without wine. You can't sit down and watch a movie without wine. You can't do nothing without having a glass of wine. You can't sit down and talk to your girlfriends without a glass of wine because that just has to be a part of it if you, if you base it off of what we see on TV and in movies. Right. But the reality of it is that you can enjoy a conversation and you can enjoy a meal without those things. And I really think that it's what the parents are communicating and demonstrating to these children because the TV does not raise my kids and we have open conversations and I really think that that's an important factor in raising kids talking to them even though you see this on TV that doesn't make it okay it's TV it's right. for your entertainment it's not for you to base your life off of so so but also it's adults and, like the and, stuff that you and, see on TV is usually people that are over age and so I mean it's not you know I mean that's what they're doing because one they are legally able to do it um, but you know, if there's people that are listening overseas, I mean, overseas they have a, a, a lower drinking age, you know, and 
were you trying to say something? Yes, Kalia's talking. Kalia's talking. Um, I said, well, not all the time. Because, I mean, there's a lot of shows now that, that are teenagers, and, and they're all doing whatever they whatever they please, please. Okay. So, I mean, so, <laughs> like, so, what's the point? The point is, you're saying that most of the people that we watch on TV is of age to be drinking, and that's not necessarily true. Okay, so you're saying then that that on TV they're showing a bunch of people underage drinking. Yes, there's a lot of TV shows with that on it. Okay, so then so then it is partial responsibility to the media to not show underage drinking, so kids wouldn't think that it's okay or cool to do. Yes. yes. Now, Just are those the cool on on those shows? Are, drugs and stuff on TV. On, on those shows, are those the cool people doing it? The quote unquote cool people. That's what they're considered to be. Okay, and on those shows, do they show ramifications of those underage drinkers? Yeah. So, in other words, on the show, they're being responsible enough to show that the people who are underage drinking are are having consequences for those actions. Yeah. But it also so depends then, on the show. Because in some they show it, and in some they don't. Okay. Hmm. Well, I mean, that's and so again, for me personally, I think that that goes just back to who is readily available and present in the lives of these children. And I get that all um, households don't look the same and all households don't have the same values. I get that. But one thing that I, I think may be consistent across the board is that people care about the welfare of their kids. And with that being said, ensuring that you have a conversation with them and ensuring that you communicate to them that when you make these type of choices, it can affect your life and it can affect the lives of others. What I think about is, especially with this, the case with the, um, with the, uh, um, that we were just talking about, about the, the, the boy who was at the wedding. Um, his parents, they weren't in attendance at the wedding. Um, and they lost their child. So because he he made a decision, ultimately he did make a decision. He he chose to to consume alcohol underage. He did. He made that choice. And now his parents, his friends... Um, the parents of his friends, all of these people have to live with and be affected by right right with his his choice and that's unfortunate and i i I ask you know could maybe could his choice have been a little different had had he really thought about the consequences the potential consequences of his actions? You know, him choosing to um, um, pick up his keys and drive his car. You know, if he te if he had already texted his parents and told his parents to come pick him up, why couldn't he just wait a couple minutes for his parents to get there? You know what I'm saying? Because he was drunk. Right. And I get that. 
But I'm just I'm just saying if you if you think about that hindsight is 2020 and you always are able to sit back and look at a situation differently when you're on the other side of it than when you're in it. So you know we can all stand back and speculate and say this that and the third. But I just really think that it's important above all to have conversations with your children and ensure that they real that they know because basically they're going to make a choice. We have somebody that's getting ready to go off to college. And the last 18 years, we've taught her things, we've prayed with her, we've prayed for her, but she's getting ready to go out and make adult decisions. She's getting ready to go out and, and make decisions that's going to affect her life. And we have to trust that, one, she'll be led by Holy Spirit, two, that she'll make the right choices. But if she happens to not make the right choice, that it won't, you know, negatively impact her life. Well, well, let me pause you right there. That brings us to a great uh, new point, which I will say right after this uh, service announcement. Another one is brought to you by DynamicWorks.com, the place that we all know and love. Dynamic Works, the quality you deserve, period. Dynamic Works will, will do photography, video, commercials, music videos, website design, graphic design, you name it. When it comes to production, we give you the quality you deserve, period. So make sure you check them out. That's dynamicworks.com, D-Y-N-A-M-I-K-W-O-R-K-S.com. The quality you deserve, period. Now back to the subject. That brings us to a very important point, okay? The point being that children and adults, actually, need to understand this one thing, that the decisions that you make affect others. It doesn't matter how minute the decision is or how big the decision is. Each and every decision that you make in your life always affects more than just you. They always say, or there's a saying out there that says, if you throw a rock in a pond, a little tiny rock, a little pebble in, a, in the water, it'll cause a tsunami on the other side of the world. So we have to be conscious and literally think about each and every decision that we make because it will affect somebody else greater than you anticipated being. Correct? Not correct? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a very correct statement. What do you say, Case Whizzle? Love, Kalia? Trey BZ? I think no. That's very correct. Yeah, it's, it's just, it, it, it's very common sense that when you make a decision, you have more people that will be affected by it. So, great topic. Let's move on. Next topic, we shoot it over to Love Kalia. What you got for us this week? Right now, she's not saying anything. She's having a microphone issue. She is. She's trying. She's having she's some technical I'm having, I'm having an immaculate amount of difficulties. <laughs> All right, so what you got for us this week? I don't know what you mean what I got for you this week. 
What was I supposed to bring to the table? That's totally on you. See, somebody's not on their job. Well, people. What do you mean I'm not on my job? I didn't know I was supposed to bring something. Oh, okay. Didn't know. Mm. Text went out. Nobody answered. Wonderful. All right. Round it up to another one. How about we pull in Trey's politics? There you go. Politics by 12 year old. What you got, Trey BZ? Well, this week, um, 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 I forgot what my topic was. I know it was something. Um, what was it? That's what it was. Straight cricket. <laughs> yeah, I had to put that one on myself. Um, I didn't really see anything going on with politics this week. There's always something going on with politics. No? Because we don't have yeah. time to be shucking and jiving. <laughs> You know what that means? Shucking and driving? Not, not really. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I see what kind of party this is this week. This is the lame old party. Straight lame old. So, anyway, alright, you know who we go to next. K Swizzle. Yo. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo. What you got for us this week? Well, what is, what is this sound effect? <laughs> um, so, I do have something for you today. Um, it is the Drake and Meat Mill Twitter fight. Oh. <laughs> Boy. Um, the fight that nobody wants to hear no more about. <laughs> so, it, I mean, honestly, the little Twitter fight, I mean, it began just as what I said, very little, very minuscule. They were just simply talking, you know, about um, who wrote songs, who didn't, you know. Well, it's come uh, correct uh, now because Meek started it first. He's yeah. the one that started talking trash. He is the one. He's the one who started it. And I don't even know how Meek Mill could start anything because Drake is obviously better. Um, he's he's obviously got just a tad bit more on Meek than Meek realizes. But he was fighting over some very petty things. And now they have both made songs about each other, diss songs. And might I add that Meek's diss song is not good at all. <laughs> but that could be a matter of opinion because people's taste of music could be different from yours. But I matter- agree with what you said. It is a matter of opinion, right, with with who, which rapper's better and who's right, but... Who did you say? Who did you say was better? At Drake. This point? Drake. Oh, you think Drake's killing him? Oh. Well, his diss track was better than Meek Mill's. In my yeah, opinion. this track was definitely better. Which shows who can make a better song in a little bit of time. Yeah. Well, I mean, from what, from what I understand, you know, uh, 
Drake be writing his raps anyway. Is that true? That's what he said. Drake said that? If you look up on Wikipedia, it says that Aubrey Drake Graham was writing Meek Mill songs. So... But you can't really trust Wikipedia, though. Okay, look inside the album. The people that put it on Wikipedia got it from inside the album cover. But everybody can change that. So, so basically... So somebody in a matter of this week could change it just to show that... Basically, Drake is writing Meek's music, and Meek is just trying to come sideways, acting like he knows stuff when he just needs to sit down, because I haven't heard him put out any new songs other than this whack diss song. He just needs to sit down. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that does um, whew, po- pose a very uh, funny question here. And we have a fresh, fresh news coming straight from the source right now. Oh, we have fresh news in? Yes. What's coming in? Canadian rapper Drake was just arrested and charged for murder of Meek Mill's career. Of Meek Mill's career? Oh my god. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, uh, hey, that was very funny. Uh, caught me off guard actually with that one. Yeah, I was like, what? I was like, hold on, hold on, where you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> what source is this? Let me go ahead and Google that real quick. Yeah, but uh, I mean, definitely, they are definitely um going at it, you know, especially through the Twitterverse and you know, uh, social media is going crazy about it. Um, <laughs> my uh. My brother is, uh, you know, totally distraught at this, at this because he's definitely a Meek Mills fan. So who uh, is? Who, who is? Yes, who's a Meek Mill fan? Uh, big homie Rob. Oh. So, uh, yeah, because you know Meek Mills from Philly, so you know he, he's definitely a Meek Mills fan, and he's uh. Going crazy, basically. You know, I've seen a couple pictures of him on social media looking real distraught. So if you see this man, calm down, man. It, it, it's, it's not that serious. <laughs> Definitely not that serious. These boys Actually, are just trying to get some paper. That's all it is. I think it's all a paper chase. If you look at his, um, oh, no, that was from, from a long time ago. My, my fault. Sorry. Yeah, it is. It's just all about the money. Yeah, if you look I'm at serious. his... Meek Mill's um, Twitter on his one his tweet from July 28th says, "You ain't even trying to be special." So this could be taken a a lot of different ways. Which way do you think this was taken towards Drake or towards something else? What? What? <laughs> I think we was all crickets on that one. Yeah. What'd you say? I I don't know what he's talking about. Me either. Me either. Somebody muted him. Anyway. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> we're going to kill this conversation because this conversation is so played out on social media. You know, so... Let's, Wait, let's... okay. This isn't this isn't social media. I mean, it is, but, but it's like a new session. A new session. We should okay. add it. Another one. And it'll okay. be called Cheesy Jokes. Cheesy Jokes? Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
okay, okay, give me one. Give, give me one cheesy joke. Go. Okay. What did Barack Obama say to Michelle when he provo- proposed? What? I don't want to be Obama, so. <laughs> I don't want to be Obama, so. <laughs> Yeah, if you're a viewer right now and you're listening to this, um, right there should have been some cricket sounds, but uh, I think somebody's not quick enough on the button. My, my anyway. phone. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wait, Why no, did the cookie go to the hospital? What? Why did the cookie go to the hospital? Because it was burnt. No, because he felt crummy. Hmm. Yeah, oh my gosh. These are the really They're cheesy jokes. Yeah. Why can't cheesy. your why can't your nose be twelve inches long? Because you're not Pinocchio. Because then it'll be a foot. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. That's the corniest stuff ever. But look, this just in. This just in in the news. Brand new Another one. Four, four minutes ago, okay? Four minutes ago. Just happened. Okay, White House lockdown lifted after Finch Jumper was arrested by the Secret Service. What? When did what? When did this happen? I said four minutes again. Ago. So, so another time. Yeah. Okay. Now we're gonna get we, we're we're gonna get into something that's a little bit crazy because I don't really understand this situation. You constantly at the White House ever since Obama's been president, there has been numerous Finch Jumpers. The White House, right? Fish jumpers. Now, let's just say that it was somebody of a race other than white. If it was somebody, they would be talking about arrested. They would be talking about shot and kill. So what's the problem here? It seems like people are getting arrested depending on their color. I'm no. sorry. I'm sorry. I, it, it just popped up on my phone and I'm like, come on, really? I don't understand. It's so, it's so sad. It's so sad. But anyway, we're going to move on. <sighs> what right. was that? It's just, a, it's just a sad topic to me. But let's go ahead and move on. So now, back to our normally scheduled programming. <laughs> you know, I don't make jokes. I, I, I don't make jokes, and I don't really play too many games. You know, so let's talk. Let's talk very seriously about this next subject. This next subject is very dear and near to my heart. Very dear and near to my heart. We're coming up in about. Oh, I guess it's tomorrow, the month of August. And in the month of August, boy, boy, there's boy, boy, always. Boy, boy. <laughs> some serious stuff going on, okay? There's some serious stuff going on in the month of August. And one of those things that is very serious and near and dear to my heart that I always try to make sure 
that you know I'm very conscious of and I try to make sure that I'm 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 ready for because it comes up every year and I just can't like I can't stop um um, um what's the word I can't, I can't stop like thinking about it because because every month of August it's it's very serious and it, and the world knows about it but yet they don't really do much about it so um um you know, this month of August, since it's coming up, you know, starting tomorrow, um, I just want to say um, happy birthday to my wife. Her birthday is on August. <laughs> so I go ahead and say this, you know, worldwide, and let her know that I love her. So if she's listening to this, which I know she is, I love you, baby. Let me be the first one to say happy birthday to you. Round of applause, round of applause. So there's my special plug, and it's very near and dear to my heart. Well, thank you. And you know we celebrate the whole month of August. But the thing about me, the thing about me celebrating and the way I celebrate is not, you know, so much of a, a self-focus, but I'm other others focused during my birth month because I think that it's important. Although it's the month in which I was born, um, <laughs> I think it's important to celebrate others around me, and so I just use my birth month as a reason to do that, and I just really think that that's really great. I I love that people. Um, you know, acknowledge me, and I love that they give me gifts. So please don't stop. That's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Um, but I really think that it's important to to use um, some of that time to celebrate those around me. Around me. So, yes. so let me break into your conversation real quick. Sure, sure, sure. If one of our viewers wants to send you a card, or you know, mail you some money, or something like that, where could they send it to? They can certainly feel free to send it to P.O. Box 14034, uh, Durham, North Carolina, 27709. Uh, if you want to hit me up um, via PayPal and send me something, you can you. do that also. <laughs> oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I accept, you know, gifts. I'm, I'm not opposed to them. Um, and thank you so much. If you uh, would like to get me something, I am a fitness person. I love working out. So, you know, anything along that line. Um, I am a um, vegetarian. So, you know, be, be mindful. Don't be trying to send me no uh, buffalo chicken. That part of my life is over. <laughs> so, I hear you say that you want to, you know, you like to do things for others during your birth month, right? Mm -hmm. So, what's on tap for this month? What, what do you have planned in the month of August, you know, for others? Um, if somebody wants to be a part of those things that you're doing, if somebody wants to jump on board and say, hey, I want to help you do that, what is something that they can do to assist you in doing things for others out of this giving month of uh, your birth month? Well, something that um, I think that we should do each and every day um, is be love walking. And something that I, I mentioned that I do want to do is just invade some area with love. Whatever that looks like, however that comes um, together, I just want a group of people to just go out and just 
be love for others. I mean, that might just simply be a smile. I'm not saying that you have to just be overly, you know, over the top with anything. I'm just saying be available, be conscious and aware and just show love, plain and simple. It might be handing somebody a bottle of water, you know, I, I don't know, and I'm, I'm trying to pull the plan together, but, you know, just, just invading, you okay. know, a Let place of love. This. What are some of the things that you've done in the past for your birth month that has shown this, um, um, this, this showing love for others is, or, or this um, caring about others or this being others-focused? What are some of the things you've done in the past that has uh, that we can kind of see what you what you're talking about. Well, um, a couple years ago, you actually pulled it together. Um, a friend of ours showed us a movie that they saw, um, and I was my heart was so affected by this movie. Like it was just so um, revolutionary for me. I can only speak of what it did for me. And I wanted, when I watched this movie, I just sat there and I watched it and I'm, I'm realizing how it's impacting me and the way that I view things and the way that I see people um, that I wanted to share this movie with everybody. Like I wanted, I said I wanted to put it up on a big screen and just show it to <laughs> any and everybody. And you heard me, you heard my heart. And so you arranged for this particular movie to be shown in, in honor of my birthday to people and you invited people and they came and showed up and they were wrecked like I was wrecked and there were tears and there were, you know, um, there was praying and there was just a, 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 a touching of heart, so to speak. And I just really think that those are the moments that make things memorable. Last year, you know, um, I pulled some people together and we you know, had a conversation and we watched um, a movie called Holy Ghost and, and wrecked. I mean, I can only speak for myself, but I love encounters with the love of Christ. And I love for others to have encounters with the love of Christ because that's what changes lives. It's not necessarily standing in a pulpit. It's not, um, you know, you know, beating people over the head with anything. But it's just allowing Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you to the ones who need to know the love of Christ. And the truth of the matter is, everybody, every single person needs to know the love of Christ. And if somebody wanted to view this movie in their own time, what, what was the name of the first movie? Uh, Father of Lights. Father of Lights. And the second one we saw was Holy Ghost, like you said. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, this is a series. This series is a, is, is a series of four movies thus far. Um, and each one of them are good on its own. If you watch the series starting at the beginning, uh, The Finger of God, all of them are worth viewing in your own special time. So if I can say anything, you can go to, if I'm not mistaken, it's called wonderlust.com and download them, buy them, or whatever. Great movie, and I'm pretty sure that you'll be affected by it. 
and hopefully it'll change your life and viewpoint of what this thing is all about. And when I say this thing, I'm talking about our relationship with Christ and what we view as being um, um, love for our neighbor. I'll say it that way. So, now that we have eight minutes left for the show, is there any other burning topic on your mind that you feel like needs to be said in this episode, episode four of another one? I, one, I two, three, one. go. I have one. Okay, so um, it was like last week, I think. Last week we went to uh, uh, Walmart, and uh, while we were there, I was waiting for this. <laughs> while we were there, there's a little announcement on the little PSA little intercom thing over the whole story, and I quote: "This is what it says: <clears throat> Go to aisle." was like seven or something. Go to aisle seven and get your free surgical stainless steel knife. And I repeat, get your free surgical stainless steel knife. And I'm like, what? When I first heard it and I heard free, I was like, oh, cool. They might be giving out something that would be like you could use. You can use a surgical stainless steel knife like if you're Dexter or something. But like, why are you giving are you out free surgical stainless steel knives across the whole Walmart? And they said, and they said that you at least have to be an adult to get it. But still, why are you giving out free surgical stainless steel knives to random people? And then not only that, but they made the announcement like five or six times, like, come get your knife, like, for real. Like, they were giving away money. Yeah. Well, I mean, what they're, you know, what we have ascertained from that was they are just trying to get people's fingerprints on these surgical steel knives. <laughs> so that way, they can get your fingerprints and hold you in. They are trying to haul in suspects <laughs> for slangs on using surgical steel knives. Now, we did not really come to that conclusion, but that was just uh, us joking around, trying to figure okay. out why in the world they would be wanting to give out these knives. And then oh, the that next might be my personal, my personal thing because uh, I watched so much Dexter on Netflix. Anyway. And <laughs> then the next day, we go, and um, they're getting... To return something. The next time we go to return something, and and it was not the surgical stainless steel knife. Um, <laughs> but the on there's a little sign that said free fireworks, and I'm like free fireworks. I don't know if these aren't bombs. Like you light them up and they just explode. Like I don't know how I feel about all this free stuff. That that see see the fireworks were to destroy the evidence that you created with the stainless steel knives. Boy. Boy, see, it's all a ploy. It all goes together. Oh, they, they, give you, they give it to you in pieces. Mm -hmm. If you go all week, you'll have a whole uh, uh, serial killer pack. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know where this show has gone. Uh, yeah, as we digress. 
We have definitely went down here. Boy, 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 boy. You know, but you know, you never know what you might get on an episode of another one. You know, another we, one. We, we can we can go talking about the Lord a potato. High, all the way down to a potato. You're exactly right, Kartoffel. And that's a wonderful way to just wrap it up. We'll just end early. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's, that's okay. Well, sad. you know what? I'm, I just I just read a tweet, <laughs> and this takes us back to um, Kaya's section when she was talking about Meek uh, Mill and Drake. Meek Mill and Drake. And the tweet says, "Jesus once said, the meek shall inherit the earth.'" Well, I guess he never heard Drake's diss tracks. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. God. Oh, boy. Wow. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Now we got to take it to the scriptures, huh? I'm Talk about a highway to end this show. Now, now you, know, you know what always ends every conversation. Every conversation is in on this note. When they start, when they when they take it back to the Nazis and Hitler. Boy, 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 boy. Hey, boy. if you look at any list, there's a whole long commentation, right? Like like a whole a whole long comment You're going down going down your your feed. Every every conversation ends that way. I don't understand why. I've just noticed that. What kind Somebody, of people do you follow that that happens? Well, I'm not. Uh, hey, this That's is not this my is, timeline. Hey, I bet you it is your timeline. <laughs> where, um, where? I don't think we should be talking about Nazis and Hitler. I'm not talking about them. I'm just saying that's what ends conversations on social media. Well, that's not how we're gonna end this. Can another we just one. end it positively? That's what I thought we were just trying to do. Yes. Okay, guys. So thank you for listening no. slash watching another one. So. That's how we do. We 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 shut we shut people down on this show. You know we don't play those games. Oh my god! You know Y'all are doing the most tonight. You know what? You know what I feel about this situation? We drop people off. So now, back to what I was saying. We do thank you for, for in the back going ham. So we do we do thank you for for listening today. We thank you for viewing if you're viewing, you know, whatever you're doing. Just make sure that you tell a friend or neighbor about this show because it sucks so bad that they want to see it. So just make sure that they, you know, tune in next week because we more than likely have something that's going to be worth listening to, hopefully. That's it. And we just like to have fun. We just like to have yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I mean, we talk about a lot of serious subjects, you know, but still, you know, it, it's all love. It's yeah. all love. It's all love and it's informational. So we want and my to birthday sure is you... Sunday. It is Sunday. Don't you forget that. Well, I thought I'd mention that. I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying to the to the viewers, to the listeners, don't forget. Oh, okay. Well, like I said, <laughs> you know, we we always try to you know give you the real, a real from a family standpoint. Everybody gets to chime in. 
you know, there's no love lost here. We just like to make sure that you understand the things that we, you know, talk about in the subject matter that we come up with every week. You know, if you have something that you want us to talk about or have something that you want us to share, or even if you want to be a sponsor of the show, hit us up, info at dynamicworks.com. That's I-N-F-O at D-Y-N-A-M-I-K-W-R-K-S. Trust me, we'll get it on there. Or hit us up on social media. You can find us at, at Dynamic Works on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram for that matter. Um, and each other person on this show also has their own too. So hit us up and we'll definitely give you a shout out or whatever. We love y'all and see you next week. Hopefully it'll be on time, which will be Saturday at 5 p.m. If it's in sooner, check us out on social media to follow us and you'll see when we um, are doing our next show. But it is weekly. So see you then. We are.